Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventative maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that cater to your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with the Rush Truck Center's service department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your location's details. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Hello, people of the world. I am Rebecca Nichols. Welcome to my podcast show, Finding Nirvana. For me, personally, Finding Nirvana was more about unlearning and becoming who I was destined to be. It's about releasing the shackles and stepping into uncertainty, but with surety that everything is going to plan. The divine plan. It's about releasing fear and vibing high with love. It's about living your truth and being really fucking unapologetic, babe. It's about forgiveness, deep connection, mindfulness, meditation, and hacking your own health and well-being. This is your life, your journey. And on this show, I'm here to support you through sharing and shedding some light. I'm here to empower you to be the highest version of yourself. So stay tuned, subscribe, and tell your friends because we are going on a journey. And it is a journey, guys. And I am so excited today to have on the podcast show um, a wonderful woman who I came into contact again. Um, I think she reached out to you, reached out to me via Facebook, wasn't it? So we've got to be yes. We've got a lot of people in common, haven't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, also, we also kind of like met up and I just feel good vibes. That's the thing. And we're on this journey. I think we start to attract people who who are on the level of consciousness that we're at. And so I'm really proud to introduce Fila to the show. <laughs> Hi. Thank Hello. Thank Hi. And it's such a pleasure to have you here today to share, I guess, to share your story. Um, and to talk to us a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you are, what what it's all about for you. Um, so, yeah, Beautiful. the stage is yours. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for such a wonderful introduction. And um, it's such a blessing, and I'm so grateful to be here. Um, it's, yeah, it was really great. I'm glad I reached out to you as well, and, um, you know, because you can have that moment of fear and doubt but it's really just following that and it's incredible yeah the people that you meet and um what comes from those you know short meetings and what that leads into so amazing amazing great to be here oh lovely so you know tell me about um tell me about how you got to where you are and what started you on your spiritual? We've all got those stories, though, haven't we? I mean, I've had about yeah. three or four spiritual awakenings, which kind of like, yeah. you know, it was kind of more of a slap in the face. Like, what are you doing, Rebecca? You know, you know what you're made of. You know why you're here. And, um, you know, I kept running away from my sort of <laughs> my mission because we've all come here, right, with this mission and this soul yeah. mission. And until so we find that, until so we figure that out, life is going to be like a bit uncomfortable and a bit like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Obviously, we're all here to be creators, but we've all got something unique 
and, and a gift within us that the world needs, that we need to give to the world, which is like, was a big revelation for me. Like, you know, not like, oh, well, I'm here and what can life do for me? But like, what can I do for life? And what, what am, yeah, I, am I here yeah. to do? And that's, and that's the whole, that's the whole thing. I think like, more people need to get hold of and get to grips of because yeah. otherwise we're, you know, and you'll hear so many spiritual teachers say exactly the same thing. So yeah, talk to us about like, you know, how it all got started for you okay okay um so I feel like I'm, I'm gonna just take back um a few years um because I feel that that was the moment when the journey started and it was when I was 21 and I hit my rock bottom and I I had a serious problem with alcohol, drugs, sex, food, shopping. I mean, and anything that you can imagine that there was an yeah. addiction there and it was really unhealthy, really toxic. Um, I had severe anxiety. I had depression, panic attacks. Um, I mean, just like fear, general fear of everything. Um, and my life was just filled with toxic relationships and obviously everything external was reflecting back what was going on within me. And mm-hmm. it was years of um, not knowing how to deal with my pain and the trauma and everything else in between and then yeah. going with everything external to try to fill that hole. Yeah. And I remember throughout that journey of getting to that rock bottom, you know, there was little guidelines, there's little guides saying, hey, go this way, this way. And it's, it, it's I was so stubborn and I wasn't <laughs> listening to it. And I was so in, in that space of pain. And it was kind of like, well, it's 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 life and it's my mom and dad it's all their fault it's not my fault why should I do this it was it was was, yeah um yeah um and it was I came back from Ibiza and I'd been in Ibiza for six months so it was six months of hard drugs um sex partying um any anything you can imagine like there was a day where I was sober and I came back and I found myself pregnant. I had STDs and I just found myself in front of a mirror. And it was really the moment of life and death because it was kind of like I was looking at myself and I, I couldn't go on the way that I've been going on. But it was also the first time I looked at myself and I really looked at everything that I'd become and where I'd arrived. And it was a really interesting moment. It was that moment of insight where I received the message that you know I I got myself here I had Mm. got myself where I am through the choices that I had made and it was it was the first time I was I was taking responsibility and I didn't really understand it but I felt peace within my heart um yeah we've been in this space right because I've been fighting for so long and it just wasn't working and it was that point um when things started to change in my life because I recognized if I had created that, like everything in my life, then I can recreate everything, right? And it was Become that something when I, new. Is that like, the, yeah. yeah, I've created this being that I am now, right? Yeah. yeah. Who I am is the creation of my, of my own thoughts, my own feelings, my own beliefs. Yeah. So I can change those thoughts, feelings, beliefs and become yeah. a different version of myself, you know, or a better version of myself That's or whatever. It. That's the point. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's where it really took me on my own journey of um, healing myself from the things that I had naturally. 
um, and just rebuilding myself, recreating myself, um, working on my mindset, the relationship I have with myself, um, the physical health and the spiritual side of things. And I always tell people that point in my life, it was it was it was amazing because it gave me the opportunity to go on this journey of rediscovering my power, right, yeah. that I didn't know that I had. And I always tell people as well, it was at that point where I got my first set of um, angel cards and my mom got them to me. And I remember doing the cards and the cards said that I'm going to do workshops. I'm going to do ceremonies. I'm going to teach about love. I'm going to do healings and I'm going to write books. And of course, at that point, it, it just sounded bizarre because yeah. um, I, I didn't even know who I was. Right. People yeah. had no respect for me and made fun of me and um, on those lines. And yeah, now taking five, six, seven years, this is seven, six, six, seven years. Yeah, it takes forward. a lot it takes, doesn't it, though? You know, yeah, it does. It really does. You, and you have to be patient on that journey. Oh, some... yeah. You've got to have so many patients. Amazing. So talk to me a little bit more about the trauma because, um, you know, that resonates with me in a big way because I, I, I feel like we've all, we've all got trauma to some degree. Yeah. But like, um, you know, you talk about the lifestyle in Ibiza, you talk about the drugs. I mean, I've been there and done that as well. Like Ibiza was my second home and I couldn't wait to get yeah. to Ibiza to just get out of my face and, you know, escape my reality. Yeah. Or I was uncomfortable with who I was and it was a way of me to escape. And then obviously I had to come back home and deal with my actual real life. Um, (laughs) but you know it's just so interesting but yeah I mean let's talk about the trauma and what we consider to be trauma as well our perspective on what trauma really is I think we've all to a degree as humans experienced trauma Um, yeah yeah and how can we break that cycle because I feel like if we're in trauma and we've experienced trauma how we process the trauma and how we view it right and then how we actually you know, I, as for experience, say, say for experience, if you've got an experience and you don't, you feel like you, you're feeling judging yourself, and then if I go out there into the world and ask for help, which is also like people who can't ask for help, the people who really need it the most, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That is an, that's a blockage in the heart chakra. You'll find that a lot of people are blocked in the heart chakra and really not opening up to love, to support, to guidance. Yeah. Um, internalizing everything and having this shame over what is yeah. they've experienced and then obviously that victim mentality is there and yeah. you know but if you experience trauma from like young then it perpetuates and it's very hard to then really do really get out of that cycle I mean you I suppose in a way you're lucky because okay? yeah. you're still in your 20s yeah and you know so that can that can go into your, I mean I was in my 30s by the time I really got out of it you know and so yeah. I guess it's like the, the message we want to give off here is like we're all going to experience it to one level or to, to one degree yeah. or another, right? Um, okay. how, how can we how can we identify um, that we are even experience a trauma? Maybe it's so part of our life we're not even seeing that it's trauma. You know what I mean? Like because we're saying trauma yeah. attracts drama, and we're just thinking this is our lives and there's nothing we can do about it. But the minute we took responsibility, we realised, ah, okay. I can yeah. maybe, I can change, or I don't have to think this way, or whatever, whatever. But then it's obviously who you associate yourself with. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're going to attract people who are also experiencing trauma. It's a difficult yeah. thing to get out of. So let's talk about a little yeah. bit more about your trauma. So I think it's just such a, it's so important that we discuss this. 
Totally, yeah. I mean, so many points that you just shared is um, totally spot on and I really resonate with um, what you've shared as well regards to working through trauma and um, being able to recognise what is trauma and, um, yeah, with what you mentioned. So, um, I mean, there's actually so, so much trauma that's happened in my in our life that, yeah, we maybe wouldn't consider as trauma or we don't even remember that it's happened because it's been buried so deep. So um, I feel with that trauma, that's something that once it comes to the resurface that you remember and you're able to recognize it, then you can work through it. Because if, 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 you, if you don't know it's there, then you can't work through it. Um, yeah. But then of course, um, there, was, there was things, it was, it was, I look at my case and it's really interesting because there was things that happened in in my life so um and and a lot of those things it's what I've done is I blamed myself mm. and I thought I have to be how to put it it's like I have to be really strong and so I didn't perceive it as trauma I didn't perceive it as a big thing in happening in my life it's kind of like oh it happened in my life I need to get over it right this this is how it is it doesn't matter right and mm. so if, if I look at but then as I got older on this journey I started to look at and realize I was like wow those are really big things which happened to me and really traumatic experiences that I held on to and then as I've gone so through this journey, you've suppressed them, is that what you're saying? We did this, we call it emotional stuffing. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, suppressing it's, of the emotion, like it wasn't brought to light. Yeah, so. and a lot, of, a lot of judgment and a mm. lot of shame and just not acknowledging um, what importance it had in my life and how it influenced and impacted me as I grew older. Because as I was going deeper into certain experiences, I was like, ah, okay, this is this is the root cause of disbelief, or this is the root cause of this behavior, why I'm experiencing this in my life. Mm. Um, and yeah, so just to share a few things, and like you said as well, I believe we all have experienced some trauma in our life, um, um, even whether it's ancestral, whether it's childhood, whether it's um, adult adult trauma as well, right? Mm. Um, but I, I find, you know, they say as well, it's, it's your childhood that has a huge importance and impact um, that influences your adult's life. Oh, my God, and, yeah. Yeah, massive, huge, huge. Yeah, the, totally. the thing about the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind is programmed between the ages of zero, naught to seven, zero yeah. to seven, right? Yeah. And that is the arc. That's like the foundation of your house. You know, that's that's the most. This this is the most nurturing time of your life. Yeah. Where we are forming our beliefs around the our within our environment, and we're. Um, that is what we're always going to come back to, basically. When whenever whatever else happens in our life. We're going to go back to that, the original program, the original yeah. program, yeah, because that's totally. what's embedded into us. That's all yeah. we know. That's all we know. Yeah. That's all because it's a creation. Our life, so we yeah. we are creating our little personalities based on, you know, what, what we're what we're, us, what we're seeing around us, how what's being yeah. told to us. So we are adopting yeah. beliefs that not necessarily true because nothing is true. <laughs> that's the one way to look at okay. it. <laughs> no, I, I totally feel everything that you're saying. Yeah. So you know, we, 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 so there's no right or wrong. It just is what it is. Yeah. And yeah. you know, we can go into that blame of my parents should have known better, or they could have done, they should have done this to me, or they should have spoke to me in such a, and that's just a waste yeah. of time and energy, like as we know. Yeah. Um, 
But obviously, just, just having these conversations raises awareness as well. I think it's important that we release ourselves from those stories of shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know. Because yeah, totally. It, 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 you know, if we think about suffering, we're only suffering because we're going back and looking at our past. And we're yeah. only in that space of anxiety because we're worrying about our future. We're not in that present yeah. moment. And the Louise yeah. Hay says the point, of pre- the point of power is in the present moment, which is one of my favourite quotes she ever said. And it's just so simple, so poignant. Yeah. You know, here in this present moment is where you're most powerful. Nothing else yeah, matters. totally, totally. Mm. Um, so reparenting. <laughs> we were reparenting ourselves yeah. in this present moment and going forward. I think it's important that we, we, are, we acknowledge what wasn't and accept what wasn't. Um, yeah. and do the work like you've done the work so talk to us a little bit about the work that you've done though because obviously you've had to overcome whatever you've overcome from your past and your childhood yeah. like, like me yeah. but everyone has their own way of healing yeah yeah I mean so something else that I wanted to mention what you mentioned there is, is the keys in the presence mm. and um you know forgiveness and taking yourself through the process in order to heal from your past and that's something you, you know I, I vouch for so strongly that really to heal from your past experience it, it requires forgiveness compassion yes. a, a higher perspective that's in service to you and also finding the gratitude right no yeah. point in looking and blaming at the past because now if I just think about um people are like well how, how can you have such relationship with your parents and how was you able to heal it and you know you're so mm. close and it's it's like I had a choice I could have hold on to pain and anger and blame which I did for years to my mom and dad for not being there and for abandoning me and for not being the parents that I needed them to be um Mm. for the experiences that I experienced right or I can what you've just mentioned here take myself through this process of finding my lessons finding my learnings and looking at it from a perspective what if I chose this path right yeah, we what if I chose this path? Yeah. yeah and then finding the gratitude and then working through anything else comes up from that yeah from the perspective of taking responsibility and with yeah now going on to what is the kind of work that I've done um over the years and it's all um I mean I've done movement I've done breath work um working a lot on my mindset working on my relationship with myself you know really um learning to love myself accept myself um on my physical health as well but mainly everything comes back to going within right taking Mm. responsibility with each and every moment and looking at what is it reflecting back about me what can I learn from this how can I move through this right and what do I need to change or shift about myself in order to create a different experience within my physical reality and begin to shift that and um if there's been any illness if there's been any disease right what is that teaching me what is that showing me about myself what are the thought patterns that I need to change what is the behavior that I need to change? What is the trauma that I need to heal through? Right? What are the changes that I need to make? Um, mm. And it's, it's all, always been about, um, you know, pointing the finger at myself and coming back to me, regardless of what happens in my external reality, how much that triggers me is going within, working through those triggers. And, um, yeah, I feel mindset is key, right? Mm. Yeah. Having, having this powerhouse there's a positive mindset that's in service to your highest good and to your mission and to experience a life of bliss, right? And ecstasy and joy. 
um mm. everything comes down to the perspective of how you mm. choose to see it yeah. um even transitioning like moving from this old perspective to having this new perspective stuff is going to come up right it's going to be yeah. triggering it's, it's going to have its challenges but it's moving through that and recognizing that mm. it's it's for your best good yeah um, I- it's so true it's so true everything you're saying is right you know everything that we've experienced like the parent we've chose those parents because we wanted to experience this or yeah. something I was listening to Michael Beckwith a couple of days ago and he was saying about you know even what you know why did why do people why do good people suffer why do people experience yeah. pain right um because yeah. that's a very hard for people to say well, why why have I suffered in such a way and, and what what is that all, all that about and he he said it and it was just like boom and it was like, you're going to get pushed by your pain until you're pulled by your vision. Mm. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. so a lot of the time when I'm talking to people and I'm saying, you're in pain and you're in suffering, your baby, it's your body communicating with you. It's saying to you, you're not in alignment with who you should be. You know, yeah. you know it, but you're not yeah. doing anything about it. You're not, you've got to have something. And, and I was listening to Dr. Joe and dispenser, by the way, everyone's like, Dr. Joe who? It's like, Dr. Dispenser, the yeah. man at the moment. <laughs> yeah, changing, the, uh, changing the way we think about, um, you know, and neuroscience and, and, and the power yeah, of the mind and firing, yeah. wiring new neurons. So he's talking about, yeah. he speaks about his own mission. And he yeah. says, look, at the end of the day, the only way you're ever going to be motivated to get out of bed every day in the morning is to have something bigger than you, you yes. know? And a lot of the time people were suffering and stuck and repeating the same thing is because they haven't got a mission that's bigger than them. They haven't, their, their why is not big enough. You know, whatever, whatever message, they, they've, they've, we've all got a message for the world. We've all got this unique gift yeah. and talent, right? You know, and like for me and you, I guess it's like our mess is our message. Mm-hmm. Our mess mm-hmm. <laughs> and what we've experienced. Okay. Is our message. There's, te- in our, you know, with the text that we've had, we have this testimony of what's possible. Um, yeah. And so if we're, if, if we're in situations and we're just kind of like, oh, I'm just getting by or, you know, I get to Friday and it's just like, yeah, you know, I get to live for a couple of days, but then Monday comes around or even not even Monday, you get Sunday evening and it's mm. that dread in your stomach because mm-hmm. you know you're going in to do something that's a disservice to you as an individual. Yeah. You know, you're not yeah. serving the world by showing up um, and half-assing anything in life, you know, because yeah. I get it that we've all got these responsibilities and bills yeah. and whatever else, right? But, you know, I know plenty of people who knew in their heart that their job wasn't satisfying them. And so they, you know, on the side, they hustled and they did something else. They got yeah. a side hustle. They got like, they said, well, I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to you know, do this in the evenings. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my weekends and try and work on a business or whatever it is. Like, if you're really truly, what if you're really truly passionate about what you want to do in life, you know, there's something is you like, you know, I just got to do this. I don't care how long it takes. Yeah. For me, it's yeah. like you said, you're six, seven years. I'm, I'm, I'm practically six years. You know. And I'm still yeah. not even where I want to be, if you know what I mean. Totally, no, I because you. my vision yeah, is likewise. way bigger than me. And if it's not yeah. bigger than me, it's like, <laughs> yes. you know, you've got to have that steps to work towards. You've always got to be chasing something, I suppose. And even me, it's like I'm chasing myself, you know. I'm like, in five years' time, I'm going to be like, well, I have, I've achieved this, 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 this. And I'm going to have bigger goals. And I'm going to have bigger goals. And the goals are already going to get yeah. bigger as I expand in life and in consciousness and whatever. It's just, yeah. 
it's just I feel like you know we've got this one life. Yeah, <laughs> we've got no, this totally one life. Totally, you know, and we can't we can't just stay stuck and and feel like we're powerless and we we feel like we can't change. Well, yes, it's just a lie. It's just a story in our heads. Yeah, it's that it's that narrative. Um, yeah. you know, when you spoke about mindset, yeah, and this is why you know affirmations work. This is why mantras work. You know, and it can be something so simple, like spending time getting really clear about what you want. Um, yeah. And sometimes that doesn't happen straight away. You know, it doesn't happen. Sometimes you have to work through things and you have to try things to get cl- to get more clear about who yeah. you're serving or what you're doing. The more you yeah. try things, you're like, oh, that didn't really work for me. I'm not going to do that again. But how will you know until you try? And this is yeah. the thing. <laughs> We've got to try. <laughs> We've got at least got to freaking try. You can't just let your whole life go by. Look, the people yeah. have got re- regrets on their deathbed is I wish I'd allowed myself to be happier. I wish I'd, 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 I'd you know, gone for my goals. I wish I'd, well, you know, totally. tried this. And, you know, you don't want to be full of regret when you get older. No, and, you know, like no. I said, I was 34 when I started on this journey like properly. I, I was in my 20s when I had my first spiritual awakening. But, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of fell off and and didn't pursue that because you know even at that time it was kind of like oh I I don't really want to be doing this stuff I just want to be out I want to be like everybody else I want to party and drink I don't want to I don't want to get involved in the spiritual stuff not really it's not for me but my 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 soul said this is a hundred percent you and you're just running away (laughs) yeah you know you're just running away from it (laughs) kudos to you kudos to you because you know in your 20s there's and then there's a lot of people who don't know what who they are and what they want you know they may never get in their 50s they might not ever get that i've got my mum; she's 60 god bless her but you know we're stuck we're stuck in the same old mindset of oh that can never be me or i'm not really good enough and i'm not worthy Um, and that's just sad yeah no I totally hear you um I totally feel you and resonate with you and um yeah we're all on our own individual journeys as well and it it might take different space of time for everyone um and I mean that's why initially it's it's so important to begin to do the work on yourself because that's what's going to lead you to the bigger things right whether it's your mission or that your purpose or whatever that thing is going to be that you're going to do and in order to succeed in that you need to have a certain type of mindset right you need to understand who you are where you come from how you work as an individual and um you know to to have that supportive kick-ass relationship with yourself as well right because mm. some something I learned is because I so f- around three years ago is when I came into acceptance that beauty isn't what I want to do because I was I was on the I was on the spiritual path but I was yeah. healing and doing the work on myself and it was it was then I was like I stopped this fight in my head um, because I had this idea that, you know, I, I've got to have a specific type of job and I've got to earn this money and I've got to get this flat. And, you know, and my soul wanted to travel and do all these different things. 
And so I was always trying to come up with these beauty-based business ideas, which always ended up in helping people, being of service, right? And so when I came into acceptance that um, it's, it's, uh, it's not what I want to do, I also was in this space, I don't know what I want to do. But as, as you just said, it was going on this journey of trying different things, right? Having that space, um, having patience. And also what I learned is as well, the more you get to understand you as an individual and your past and where you come from yeah, and you're able to heal and work through all those experiences you also get closer to your purpose and your mission right to mm. to know your mission to know your purpose is to know yourself and what you're here to do right mm. and it, it it means to arrive at a certain stage within yourself and it was around three years ago is when I then went on this other journey of um, finding my purpose and mission. But the joke of it is it actually took me on a journey of understanding who I am and what I'm here to do. And so therefore I was I was faced with everything that I'm not. And I was taken into um, in, incredible experiences um, with people on a big scale, on a small scale um, where I had the opportunity to put into practice everything I learned which allowed mm. me to understand more myself. And then it led me to um, my spiritual awakening last yeah. year where I could no longer just um, kind of put aside um, what I was here to do just because of the judgment that I had. Um, and then it came to work. And then for the first time, I was like, wow, I'm actually right. I'm on path. Like I, I'm feeling what I'm doing because previously in the three years, there were so many brands and so many ideas I was coming up with and trying to pursue. And it's actually hilarious um, how, how many launches I done um, on social media or with friends, if I think back to it. Um, and, and none of those resonated. All of those was trying out. It's it so lovely, though. Just so lovely. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So many people wouldn't even do that or they get to like one failed thing and go well this is fucking pointless oh my god I'm just I'm yeah. so rubbish at this and self-sabotage and just not even bother to move forward you know and I think we can just to like be able to go okay well that wasn't that didn't really work for me but I'm not giving up I'm gonna find yeah. something or a way or some you know something that really sits within my soul that says yes this is totally. this is so me this is so what I'm meant to do this this ignites a fire within me and I really feel alive when I'm doing it Gabby Bernstein yeah. said recently that she acknowledged it when she's being on stage when she's talking to people that that's when she's in like uh, you know really aligning with her high self mm. and so you know, and she writes books and she does loads of different things, but she says that is where she feels like most alive. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, 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 is, it is following your passion. And the thing is, I'm working with a client at the moment and we've been working with her for a, for a few weeks and, it, and something just kept coming up. And it was like we had a breakthrough the other day because I realized that what she was pursuing she wasn't that passionate about, but she mm. used to be passionate about it. And I think that's really hard for people to acknowledge that purpose is something that is expanding and changing and evolving mm. as you expand, change, evolve. Yeah. Yeah. You won't do the same thing, especially if you're an entrepreneur, yeah. especially if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, you know, like you'll yeah. venture into different things because that's what your soul was leading you to do next. Yeah. And that's, that's the beautiful okay. thing about life. We shouldn't feel limited to just one role. 
Yeah. You know, I'm a creative entrepreneur, like very creative. And, you know, I, I can't, I don't want to always be doing the same thing. I'm like, I want to be trying totally. different things and launching different things and trying launching different programs and trying to see what works right now. And you know, we're, everything's always you. changing. And what's everything's yeah. always changing in the world that we have to like change with that as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's really good that you've kind of recognized that and been able to move through that and like had that resistance as well. Um, yeah. and like Yogi, Yogi Bajan, like one of my favorite quotes is like, if you want to learn something, read about it. If you want to understand something, write about it. But if you want to master something, you teach it. So the fact that mm-hmm. you had like more of awakening being on stage or in an event teaching others, it, that was what's going to allow you to, to become more, of course, more awakened and more aligned because it's, totally. you know, you're mastering it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's where it comes. Yeah, it's, it's through. Um, and that's what I recognized always along my journey with whatever it was um, that, you know, for years I read the books and I was doing my own inner work. And then it was like, OK, when I had that moment, right, I don't want to do beauty. I want to do something else. And it was like, OK, so what do I want to do? And I was like, I, I recognize the power in learning from books and working with, you know, healers, therapists, coaches, whatever. But the real work, right, you, you're tested and it's, it's when you jump in and you when you put everything into practice and you learn from direct experience. And um, that's how I've always been my motor, right? If you want to learn anything, go in, right? And if you fail, if you make mistakes, you fail, you make mistakes, right? You get it wrong. And then just reflect, review, reset and, and keep on doing that. Keep on learning from those experiences. And then, as you said, it's like practice leads to mastery, right? Um, I, re- I remember um, that moment when I started doing um, meetups and I'd never held any meetups or any events or any sort of group things where it required me to create a workshop and to speak. And it was the best day of my life because it was so fucking terrible. I turned up there. It was a public <laughs> space. <laughs> um and then I had people turn up and then I had like someone was late and then I remember the workshop was all about self-love and some man said to me you know isn't self-love narcissistic and I didn't know what narcissistic meant and I just intuitively went no don't know but I was like what the fuck is he talking about then as I start the workshop I'm I'm just shouting in everyone's face I'm like not giving anyone a break and then I had a drunk man who started like shouting at me and it was it was just a big mess. And a great <laughs> part of that was I, I had a feedback session. So um a section. So I had like great feedback and then I was like, yes, okay, now I can move forward and now I can see what I need to work on. Um, yeah, it's to, so funny. Yeah. Trying it. Gosh, no yeah. one turns up and the first event they hold is the most perfect thing they've ever done in their life. Night, you know, you, you, mm. everything is an opportunity to do better. And, and you know, the feedback is obviously yeah. very, very important in terms of how we develop, you know, and I, even when I first started coaching, I didn't really fucking know what I was doing either, but I knew I was passionate about doing it. I knew totally. I was going to totally figure it out along the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm sort of that person's like, I want people to get the breakthroughs. I want, and I want, I'm kind yeah. of like, want to make sure people get it that's the point I want you to get it I want you to get it (laughs) and and, you know trying to understand different people's perspectives out here as well and seeing you know they've got a different lens to you so you know what makes sense to you and how you teach it how you deliver it 
you know, people might be like, what the hell is she on about? She's like talking French or something, you know, they yeah. know their, their level of consciousness is just not at yours. So trying yeah. to deliver this message into the world, trying to simplify it, right? And trying to make sure, okay, like, we all find our way to consciousness and our own way yeah. to consciousness, that we all can kind of get what it what it's all about. And it just reminds me of another saying of like, you know, everyone's going up there on their journey up this mountain and there's just so many different routes that will take you to the peak, mm. um, you know, and there's no wrong or right route, right? But there's this yeah, one totally. freaking guy that's going around telling everyone else they're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, don't go that way. That's not go this way. This is the best route. You go, you know, like, and he's fucking lost. He's just standing at the bottom, like lost. He doesn't even know which way he's going. He's just telling everyone else where to go. Yeah, he doesn't even know his own direction. You know, so I think yeah. we have to allow people the space to find their yeah. own way to like trust their their inner guidance. Yeah, like, we all have this inner yeah. pilot. We all have that inner pilot in us that knows which direction we need to take which knows totally. the right next step. And that's the power of, intu- that's the power of intuition. That I think yeah. we've, lo- we've lost our intuition. We're so many external things. There's so much information now. There's so much bombardment. Yeah. Like, of oh, course, should I be like them? Should I do it like that way? And we don't know how to listen. And so this is where meditation works, right? This is where yeah. you get that divine, <laughs> you get that connection to your own divine spirit um to your higher self whatever in that space the more you're silent the more you're just still the more the answers will come to you to you yeah but then if we're just constantly like what's the next move and like you know know, i talk to a lot of people reiki masters healers whatever i've got friends within this community and it's the same thing and like we have the same conversations it's like people just want saving but like no it's you, you know it's like save me fix me help me i'm broken but you're not you just yeah, don't know how to listen to yourself you just forgot that you have all the answers right yeah that's that's where the magic lies that's where the key lies right going within and um allowing that to guide you because that's that's when really my life changed as well it's like when I stopped listening to all the entrepreneurs and influences outside of me that was telling me to go all these different ways and I really went within and it was, yeah, it's through meditation. It's through silencing the mind, through allowing yourself and giving yourself the space to just be and to connect with your body mm. and to connect with your soul and to learn to trust yourself. Because that, that's yeah. what it is. It's, we've been so conditioned yeah. to trust everything outside of ourselves and no one trusts themselves. And so yeah. it's like, it's, it's like I, I even think back to um, when I was younger, right? And and, and I, I didn't trust myself enough to choose a meal if I went out or what to do or where to go right I was always asking everyone else right can you choose for me what to do I don't know da, wow. da, da. um and yeah. it's it's yeah it's a journey to trust in yourself but it's like where the magic lies and it's yeah it's giving that space to everyone and to have that respect for everyone where they are on the journey and the way they choose to go right because it, yeah. it all serves a purpose and that was something I, I found you know many people didn't understand um after leaving the personal development industry and then going on a total different path and being again guided to darkness in search of who I am Um, and that part of my life it was such a huge (laughs) essential part because what I what I found the message I received was in order to find who you are you must be faced with who you're not and so within that space 
six months, I was faced with my darkest shadows and darkest, yeah. you know, darkness. And I initially, again, within the space of six months, I made myself ill and sick, right? And I wasn't right. able to see the power I have within myself to create or destroy. But it was after that experience when I came out and I went on this whole new journey to the heart. And that was to the right people, to the right events, um, mm. and to my purpose and passion and me and everything else, and and through just listening to that guidance. And it was, it was totally opposite to what I'd experienced because I was always around, you know, entrepreneurs and personal development, and I didn't know anyone, and I hadn't yet discovered the communities of spirituality and anything on those lines of spiritual entrepreneurship as well. Um, but it's, it's like all that served a purpose and was preparing me to be here in this moment today. Um, but yeah, the power intuition, the power, oh, just, yes, yes. Follow your heart, follow your heart. Learn to yeah, follow your heart. yeah, oh my God. You say that, um, I've got a charity um, that I set up a few years ago, but had had some people join me on that venture, but sort of one was my ex-boyfriend who we don't really talk to anymore and another one was a friend and kind of we parted ways obviously you got to have people who are willing to do the work in that space and like be on board and have the same vision of you so I've kind of let it go but recently I've been it's been pulling me again to go towards mm-hmm. my my heart and something that I I had great intention to do good in the community of London and especially with disadvantaged mm-hmm. youth like listening to our stories and understanding what we've come from yeah so they don't yeah. have to go and experience what we've experienced it can be avoided that they can find their purpose maybe younger in life or find some talents find yeah. some gifts but they can have an opportunity to grow and be nourished I think that's what the thing is like you know collecting you know people who can support me on this as well so that's where I'm at and getting some funding so it's funny you say follow your heart because that's the name of the chat that's the name of the charity so um oh my god yeah yeah because because, like you know this is the thing you know we've got to follow our hearts our hearts are and now like there's a book called reading by Greg Braden which is human by design and I love all Mm. Greg's work we love Greg don't we um but he talks (laughs) about the heart being the master organ like we thought the brain was the master organ but actually we talk about heart coherence we talk about heart intelligence yeah the heart heart knows things and this is why you know even you can be dead listen your heart's still beating it'll take it'll still beat for a bit um Mm. and so all this all all what we think we know about ourselves as human beings is kind of like all being debunked a lot by, by a lot of people now and saying actually no you know so the heart has this this level of intelligence um and this is how we get into that that heart centered living how to get into that heart yeah. space the heart chakra yeah. is heaven meets earth star david yeah you know and i tell people you need to get up into that heart space to so really you are experiencing heaven on earth that's the whole point yeah. yes 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 um, this is what we're here for you know, yeah. if we believe it's going to be hard, if we believe it's a struggle, that's exactly what it becomes for us. Yeah, and it's just yeah. not—it's just not necessary for us to feel that way. Um, but again, we got, we have to go back. We have to look at like, why do I have this story about myself, and why do I have this story yeah. about my life? And until we change that, you know, that story, then things yeah. we won't be able to change. We won't. Nothing else changes unless we change, yeah. and that's the thing. Like everyone wants change in their life, but no one wants to do the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then everyone like, 
And then everyone goes, well, what is the work, Rebecca? What do I have to do? So, like, we've spoke a lot about this. Um, but I don't know. If, if I were to sit down and say, like, okay, stop here. You know, I don't know for you, but for me, I would... I would if you're not if you're completely new to spirituality if you're kind of wanting to embark on this journey of becoming your higher self aligning and and you know figuring out what you're here to do then journal I think journaling is just so powerful like simple things like mm. journaling and and gratitude like present yeah. gratitude I to take like two things like you know just not because I think there's so much we can do but that can be really overwhelming yeah. for people who are just starting out right so I just yeah. think, you know, getting it all out, like it's very cathartic, even just writing and dealing with those emotions that you may be expressing, like, you know, yeah. let, just the letter writing, like, you know, communicating, getting it all out of you. And <laughs> it's on paper, totally. it's kind of out of you, isn't it? Yeah, totally, totally. I feel you in a resonate. Um, oh God, yeah, journaling, gratitude. Um, but I'd, I'd even say breathing, just start breathing. Yeah. I just yeah. become aware of your breath and slow down. So the, I would say five things, right? Let's start journaling and get <laughs> everything out. Become grateful. Start practicing gratitude. Yeah. Slow down and start breathing and, you know, consciously, intentionally breathing and practice that. And then I would say movement, right? Yeah, Dancing and shouting. So powerful, yeah. Get out, find a space and scream, shout and dance. Well, because um, even that's like the root chakra, right? The root chakra is all about energy it's your waste system the root chakra is mm-hmm. your waste system so it's a physical manifestation of what you're feeling and thinking and whatever but it, it disposes of energy that is not required and if you're just mm-hmm. stuck and you've got all this energy going on inside you that's not really who you are it's just blockages that mm-hmm. you've got and you've accumulated yeah. over the years movement is is then physical movement is one way of getting rid of all those that energy and become yeah. and it can become like part of the healing one one modality or part of the healing yeah journey, you know? not totally. you know and there's loads of different things obviously people are really sick and they've got some serious diseases and I say well look, that's just one element you're gonna have to do maybe change your diet you're gonna maybe have to like you know yeah take, take up some kind of creative venture as well because um a lot of the research I'm doing is that into the nervous system um mm. and they say that creativity soothes the nervous system because you're not stuck you're not in that fire flight you're not frozen mm. you're kind of like yeah you're being this creative being that you're supposed to be here what you're supposed to be doing you're not supposed to be like totally. all in your head and trying to figure it all out you're supposed to be in movement creating creating and then you get more clarity the more you're creating so you know that frees up mm. a lot of the other energy and it's just I guess let allow it to unfold like you know yeah yeah because it is creativity it gets you into that flow right and it connects you with that inner child essence right where everything like you said everything is flowing right there's there's no contractional stagnation or anything as such and so it, it gets you into this yeah fun playfulness um yeah energy which yeah, yeah. I totally see why that would work as well and resonates with what you're sharing yeah really, um yeah powerful. no it's just and again it's just an, like an ever-evolving journey and and so mm. you know it's never it's never it's not an end, it's not ending you haven't got finding nirvana is a beautiful is the name of the podcast and it's as if you found it great but nirvana is something that we continue to reach newer mm. height, newer heights and new levels of yeah. you know what I mean? It's like it's another yeah. level now, yeah. it's another level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can experience more. And 
the point of life is to experience it right to really experience it to really dream to really venture out to dare to do something different and you know like people wake up every day and they they predict their life they know they're going to go do this they're going to do that they're going to do the same Mm -hmm. things and so you know if you haven't got inspiration around you to to dare to go into a different direction or if you're not you're not you know maybe you're you're stuck in the same place because you're you're surrounding yourself with people who are also stuck in the same place as well as you Mm, yeah part of you know me going on this journey was to look at like who I was surrounding myself with and if I really was like if they were uh, empowering me because people you know we need to be empowered and if they and and it was you know I wasn't being empowered by the people around me and I wasn't feeling very supportive so I think this is also where you know you found your tribe I've kind of done the same and that is really really important part of the the journey as well because community really matters in such a big way because you know you can find complete strangers who you don't know really hardly but are supporting you than than people that you've known your whole life and why yeah, because they totally. get it you know they understand yeah. that they're on the, the same mission as you um to really experience life to fulfill their purpose or whatever and it's just it's a beautiful thing um and you'll find that um you might go through a little period of time where you're in that solitude which is also very yeah. necessary you know that caterpillar in the in <laughs> that caterpillar yeah. journey and you're in the darkness and you might be there on your own you might be thinking what the fuck is going on um totally. that, that death and rebirth journey as well so you know um everything is working for your greater good and your highest good that's that's, that's something we need to just feel safe in as well isn't it yeah totally totally resonate with everything that you're saying here you know all the different polarities um, and spectrums mm. of your journey all serve a purpose right while staying in solitude and silence and going in, in and then going out um, to community and supporting people or you know just silence itself and versus movement and sound and um, and especially yeah with what you said about community and support I feel where we've all arrived as well it's it's like now it's really everyone about coming together and supporting each other on each other's journeys and missions and everything that we're doing in order to really move forward right because on your own yes you can go so far but what I realized is it's it's like Yes, you can go on your own so far and you can work through all your shit and all your stuff on your own and, you know, you hit the bottom, you can pick yourself up, but it's so much easier when you've got that support network, when, you know, you've got the people there who are going to hold you, who are going to support you, you know, in times of doubt or when you fall back, they're there to, you know, push you forward as well. Um, And it's, yeah, the biggest thing for me was it was like recognising that I don't have to do it alone um, wow, and yeah. asking yeah asking for the support um, when I need to and then actually letting people in as well um, to to support me to be there to hold me um, yeah but the community is huge and I, I say that to everyone because so many people when they embark on this new journey of working on themselves and then they find that you know their friends are not really understanding them there's no yeah. resonance anymore because what connected you was uh, the alcohol or drugs or something yeah. similar yeah the trauma um, you're bonded yeah. by the same trauma 
yeah yeah that that happens and you know what it's i think even letting people go is it's a it's loving it's a loving thing to do for you and it's a loving thing to do for them you know there's some of the things that i've had i've had to let go and i look at them now yeah and they're they're evolving they're seeing that it was the best for us both because we weren't really supporting each other but when you break away like you can so attach to people, which is, you know, it's a whole entire podcast on its own if we were to talk about attachment. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's something that we do do as human beings because, because they're feeling a need in us that we don't feel we can feel within ourselves. And mm. now this could, be, this could be codependency. This doesn't have to be a love a love interest. I have very much a codependency yeah, yeah. On a, with a girlfriend of mine, you know, where we were just, totally. you know, we were totally unattachable. Yeah. Independent on each yeah. other. And it was it was like a massive loss, and like a mourn that it was like a de- it was a death. It was just horrible. Yeah. But it was so necessary for the evolution of my soul and for her yeah. to not be so dependent on me and not to be following yeah. me like all the time. What I'm doing, like to have her own mind and that and her yeah. own, you know that 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 totally. easily happen within our in our friendships. Um, yeah. And, and it's, so, especially. Uh, Yes, especially when we grow up in that same environment and we haven't known anything other than that, right? Yeah. Uh, And we build all our relationships based on the need for self-acceptance, self-approval, right? To feel um, that we belong and we to fit in somewhere and it can can really lead into really toxic behaviours and, yeah, relationship dynamics and part of that journey of you know, stepping into your power and rebuilding yourself and healing yourself and going on that journey is making choices that are service to that growth and that expansion. And yeah, it requires to let go of relationships that no longer um, serve you or are empowering because initially it's like the journey within is to honor yourself and to honor your truth and um, to make choices that are a reflection of honoring that truth and and there's there's great lessons in letting go of those relationships as well and I've had so many experiences where some of those relationships they've just fallen away and it hasn't required me to you know actually I'm gonna say break yeah. up um but yeah. then there's been other you know relationships and again this, this isn't what you said as well this isn't just romantic um, where I've had the conversation that, hey, this isn't working, da, 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 but where it was so far down the line and our relationship had been built on those toxic behaviours, the other individual wasn't even able to see where I was coming from or that something yeah. was wrong because it's yeah. been built on that for years. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, required me to let go of that and been in all sorts of situations and spaces where I've got in touch with people and then I'm staying in there and I'm like, okay, this is not serving me. This is why we're in separate ways. And it's actually required me to, you know, communicate that to them vocally yeah. that, hey, this isn't working. Da, da, da. So, um, yeah, but there's great lessons. Um, yes, and totally. what I find, yeah. And when you, when you clear out the space, right. And, and that's not to be in judgment of these bad people, anything else. No, like, not, respect, yeah, just yeah, yeah. with boundaries. Um, but when you make that space, the most incredible thing happened, you know, last year when I made that space and I was like, okay, I'm going to express my authentic self, the most beautiful, incredible people that came into your life and you have such a more deep, meaningful relationships, um, just all around, right? Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's, it's girlfriends, whether it's romantic, whether it's 
you know collaborations of people that um are just part of your community and support your work mm. um the the relationships that get built is just next level right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah no I'm just like, mm. totally you know um went through a whole spirit period time just not having really anyone to then suddenly having everyone that I needed at, at the perfect time yes. so I just think again be patient um yeah because I think it can be quite scary when you start to look at yourself the people around yeah. you, you have this awakening you go what the fuck am I doing okay yeah. these people aren't not really serving me anymore and how do yeah. I really then I'm going to be left with no friends and I'm going to be lonely and then that's totally. obviously not a great and I'm in that space for a bit as well kind of very isolated myself from the world and kind of like locked myself in a house for a year doing this spiritual stuff but you know, totally it, feel it, you. it was all it was all necessary um yeah and so yeah I, I guess trust again always comes back to trusting ourselves and trusting our journey yeah and yeah following that inner guidance and it will lead you to places and people and um just yeah taking the action based on that inner guidance of what you need to do and where you need to go depending on where you want to arrive well um I'll finish on this because it's I love Brené's work and she's amazing she's an American researcher she's written a lot of Mm. books on um our stories and um you know for really we're at this point in life I think even now where consciousness is rising and there's this new human story right Mm. A new possibility in our life with purpose and she has a quote she says when we deny our stories they define us but when we own our stories we get to write a brave new ending mm. um, and that's just so amazing and part of the healing journey to accept what yeah. happened yeah. what you were what you did don't look back no resent no guilt no totally. shame no nothing don't judge yourself don't judge anyone else it doesn't matter like from this point here now moving forward you get to create the rest of your story and create a brave new ending for you and so just like totally (laughs) and yes 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 um, the possibilities are really endless to just get out of your own way yeah 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 totally totally that's it I think you've ended it in a beautiful way <laughs> thank yeah. you yeah well it's been an absolute pleasure and guys if you want to connect with Sheila you can I'll be putting some stuff in the notes and you can connect with her on her Instagram and follow her journey and, and be inspired by all the things that she shares and yeah it's just been amazing so until next time people as always stay aligned and divine Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventative maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that cater to your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with the Rush Truck Center's service department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your location's details. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers.